happy summer guys i can literally like feel the vitamin d like in my skin like there i'm in such a better mood it's sunny out it's beautiful um memorial day just passed if you're listening to this in real time um beginning of summer means some nutritional challenges right some weight loss challenges there's barbecues like every weekend there's parties if you have kids the kids are off from school there's a you know every i think every season kind of has its its challenges so luckily for you i know every single trick in the book so we're going to be going through them all so that by the end of this podcast you're going to know exactly how to actually enjoy your summer while keeping up with your weight loss goals or health goals or whatever you're trying to accomplish so one thing that i think is really important just to bring up here and this will resonate with a lot of people maybe not everybody but it's definitely worth mentioning is that i feel like when people are trying to lose weight or they're trying to be healthier or whatever it is, we kind of get very black or white about it. We're either on or off or good or we're bad. So sometimes people might feel like if you're going to the barbecue and you're eating and you're, and when you're being quote unquote good and doing what you're supposed to do, it means you're just eating the veggie platter. It means you're eating your burger without the bun. It means you're doing all that stuff. And like, to be honest, (laughs) it's not maintainable. And it's also something that will inevitably make you like miserable and not want to do this anymore, which will then kind of bring you to the opposite end of the spectrum where you're just like screw it and then you're eating everything so I really want to kind of if this is something that sounds familiar to you I want you just to kind of like change your mindset to what you're trying to do is and this is what we we teach people at nutrition Mission, is you want to learn to like work in the fun stuff and you could totally work in the fun stuff and still lose weight or still be healthy or whatever your body responds to majorities so this is an analogy that we use all the time and you know it's just worth bringing up just so you can kind of really wrap your head around it when it comes to money right we're not trying to teach you to either like take all of your money and put it towards your bills or your savings or whatever and then we're also not saying like blow your whole paycheck at the mall right if you have a healthy relationship with money you have a synergy between your money for bills and your discretionary income with nutrition it's the exact same thing you can get away with some discretionary calories and still lose weight if you're trying to or maintain your weight obviously if you're trying to maintain you can get away with a little bit more than if you're trying to lose now the exact amount you can get away with that's kind of what we help people figure out at Nutrition Mish, but in general, just kind of think about it this way. If it's better than you're doing right now, if it's better than your body's used to, you're still going to see results. Your body's always going to respond to majorities. So if you have, you know, five days out of the week where you're eating great and then two of them are a little sketchy, it's still the majority, right? If you have out of 21 meals, maybe like two or three or four of them are maybe not the healthiest, but the rest are, your body's going to respond to that. So I really want to try to like get it through to anybody listening that it does not have to be perfect in order to see results. You don't have to suffer for your art. You don't have to like give up the bun on your burger. Like there's other ways to do it. And that's what we're going to be talking about. So I think three of the main challenges summer presents are barbecues, um, alcohol, as well as like schedule changes. So let's kind of break that all down. So you know exactly how to handle all of the things that'll pop up this summer that could potentially make it harder for you. Now, summer, summer's a little bit tougher. Like sometimes people think like the holidays are the toughest time of year. I think summer might be just because it's a longer period of time. You know, it's like three months, depending two or three months, depending on if you're on a regular calendar or a school calendar. Um, and there tends to be something like every single weekend versus like in the holidays, maybe it's just like December and it's a little bit more isolated. So barbecues are the main thing that kind of mess people up a little bit because it's like having a party or two or three every single weekend for two to three months. So it, it could definitely be a lot, but we're going to kind of go over today how to manage a barbecue so that you could still enjoy yourself, but not let it affect you for the rest of the week. So the first thing I will say is just like with money, right? If you know you have a 
lot of expenses coming up like let's say you know you want to go to a concert that you have to pay for and you know you want to like get some new clothes or whatever like you might want to save some of your discretionary income for that if you don't have anything that you want to spend your discretionary money on then it doesn't really matter so what i would say is i would definitely be careful during the week of spending your discretionary calories unnecessarily because you do really want to save it for the barbecues and the weekends and all the things that are going to pop up So let's kind of dive into the barbecue. So the anatomy of a barbecue, there's kind of three parts to it, right? There's the appetizer, chippy type of things there. There's the actual like food itself. And then there's alcohol. Desserts at a barbecue, like what are they like ice pops and stuff? Like I don't think desserts are really like crazy. Also, it's like hot. So I mean, and a lot of barbecues don't have desserts. So I don't think that's something we need to like spend too, too much time on. Um, but those three, I think, are the big ones. I think it's appetizery, chippy stuff, the food, and the alcohol. So let's kind of dive into that. So as far as the chippy appetizery stuff goes, here's my suggestion. Um, the most obvious one, you guys know this, don't go hungry, right? The worst thing you can do, and it's like such an outdated piece of, of advice or information, but I always, you know, in Nutrition Mesh, I see people who don't know any better still do it, is people try to like save their calories. Saving your calories, A, doesn't work, especially as you get older, and B, it makes you starving. So then what happens is you haven't eaten all day long, so your metabolism's definitely more sluggish than it would have been otherwise and then you get to the barbecue and you're starving and you're hangry on a slow metabolism that's like a recipe for disaster and then you end up eating probably your body weight in chips because you're starving and then you eat a whole other meal on top of it so my suggestion is honestly eat normally throughout the day you know i'm not saying have a whole entire meal maybe before you go but like you definitely don't want to go hungry and you definitely don't want to save your calories that concept really doesn't work for most people especially anybody over 30 it's not going to work so don't save your calories when you go definitely make sure that you're not starving um because that that just leads to to overeating and then your metabolism will be a little bit sluggish so just just try to eat as normally as you can if your barbecue is at one o'clock i would say i wouldn't say maybe eat lunch before you go necessarily but maybe have like a decent sized snack maybe like apple with a tablespoon of peanut butter yogurt just something just to kind of like hold you over so that when you get there you're not ravenous so as far as the chips and stuff like that go here's the thing um it depends on where you want to spend your discretionary calories if that makes sense you want to pick and choose your battles now look if this is your only barbecue for the weekend this is your only big thing for the weekend you're just like i want to just eat what i want to eat and enjoy it that's totally fine but if you have two or three barbecues and some other things going on for the week you might want to kind of pick and choose your battles so the first thing is placement wise if you're trying to avoid the chips and all that stuff which you know you don't have to but if you want to i would say try to seat yourself not right near them i can't tell you how many times i've been to a barbecue and i'm like having a conversation with somebody and it's almost like they're not even aware that they're eating it's like their arm is detached from their brain like they're having a conversation and their hand just keeps like going into the chip bowl but they're not even aware of it so i would say like if it's possible try to seat yourself away from it if that's something that you're struggling with having control over to start Another trick I've seen work well for this stuff is, is, is I call it like my plate situation. I haven't come up with a better word for it. We're going to call it a plate situation, meaning like everything that you eat from the chip area has to make a pit stop on a plate before you eat it. So take a plate of whatever you want and then maybe let yourself have one or two plates or two or three plates. It's just a way if you were trying to enjoy the chippy, appy stuff, but you still want to be able to control yourself, I would say put whatever you want on a plate and like 
that's what you get for a half hour or an hour or, or you can choose like how many plates you want to allow yourself to have it's just one way of allowing yourself to have it but still being in control of it if nothing else i think just having it on a plate is a good idea because like i said if you're just taking everything right out of the chip bowl it could get very aggressive very quick um, I always like to bring something to a barbecue where I'm like, hey, it's for you, but really it's for me. Like you could bring the vegetable platter if you like that stuff. Some people do just because some people it's hot and they just like something cool, um, which which that could be a veggie platter. I like to bring like shrimp cocktail because that's kind of like fun. It's high in protein, so it kind of fills you up. It's To me, it's more exciting than like the veggie platter. So you can do something like that too. You can bring like shrimp cocktail and be like, hey, I brought this for you, but really it's for me. And then just like sit down in front of that and eat that. That's another thing you can do. Um, better things to do are things that are going to be a little bit higher in protein. Maybe some things that have a little bit of nutrition to them. Like, you know, if there is some cheese and crackers, if you can do that if there's like some hummus or something along those lines but my, my the end of, of the day you just want to really make sure you're enjoying yourself but you're not like mindless about it I think that's a really good goal so you can seat yourself away from the chips and stuff if that makes it easier for you you can also make it so that you're taking everything and you're putting it on a plate and allowing yourself to have a certain amount of plates for the party um, just be mindful about it I think that really only gets people into trouble a if they're showing up starving or b if they're just being very mindless about it so I think if you're not showing up starving and you're conscious about it you can enjoy the appetizers without going overboard all right so let's dive into the food situation now barbecue foods can really range so you can have like a fancy one with like steak and lobster if you're having one of those barbecues please invite me over um, or it could be like basic stuff like it could be hamburgers and hot dogs that's probably your most basic one so I'm gonna go over a basic one a basic barbecue will be hamburgers hot dogs pasta salad maybe potato salad maybe corn on the cob maybe vegetables stuff like that so all right the best like healthiest thing you can do and again I would really only implement this if a you don't really care and it's not gonna bother you or b like let's say you have a million events and you're just like I want to try to keep this really healthy or let's say like some people just like to eat the appetizer stuff and they don't care so much about the meal the healthiest thing you can do would be load up on a I'm sure there'll be salad there so put salad on your plate there's grilled vegetables throw those on your plate um, and then like a protein of your choice that would be like the healthiest thing but then again it can range right so if you're asking me what's healthier a hamburger or a hot dog like hot dogs are technically sometimes going to be less calories but I don't eat hot dogs I don't know what's in them kind of freaks me out so personally I choose a hamburger over a hot dog you can leave the bun on you could be normal about it um, again if you want to be strategic if you want to if you're really trying to like be careful with this maybe like don't opt for the pasta salad and the bun you know there's like little things you can do but honestly like when people are just enjoying themselves I don't love restricting or limiting people I'm just kind of giving you like levels of things you can do you can also just be like you know what I just want to enjoy the barbecue and eat the way I want to eat and next meal I'm just going to be healthier like I normally am that's okay too so that's as far as like the food stuff goes right um now as far as alcohol goes let's let's do a quick little deep dive into alcohol but before we get into alcohol, I want to tell you a fun story. So you would imagine when you're a nutritionist and you go out in the world and people are eating with you, they're all like looking at what you're eating. And the most common thing that I get is, oh my God, you're a nutritionist and you can eat that? And I'm like, yeah, because I think one thing that people don't understand is you don't need to eat perfectly to lose weight or even maintain your weight. Um, we have over 10,000 people walk through our door at Nutritionist and every single person has reached their goal uh, without ever having to eat perfectly. And that's what we teach you how to do. We have a framework that we take and we apply it to you so that you can find a way of eating healthy that works for your body type, your lifestyle, your food preferences, um, and really that you could stick to for life. So all of our clients not only lose weight, but they keep it off and we do it in a way that's maintainable, but also really feels good. 
So now what's even cooler is that we are totally virtual. We still have our four offices in Long Island. So if you are in the Long Island area, of course, you could stop by. However, we now can see people all over the country, and we are. We have clients in Florida, California, Arizona. We're growing and growing, and we want to help you too. We want people to be able to lose weight in a way that's maintainable, in a way that feels good, so that you don't have to struggle with this for your whole life. And you could still go to the barbecues and eat what you want. And people are like, oh my gosh, how are you eating that and still losing weight? You could be like, hey, nutrition mish. So we are having a special going on for summer. Our first month is only $2.97. And then after that, it's $1.59 a month. You can cancel anytime, but you get one-on-one -on -one appointments. You get our entire program. You get access to our community, access to our app. The works, guys. This is like a game changer in the weight loss space. It is not a diet. It really teaches you how to eat right for your own body type, lifestyle, and food preference in a way that's maintainable. So check out Nutrishmish's Eat Right, Live Right program. It's going to be in the show notes, and let this be the last time that you have to do this. But also, while you're going to do it, enjoy your summer too. Okay, so let's dive into alcohol. So alcohol could be a little bit tough because when you're at a barbecue, a lot of times it's a marathon, not a sprint, meaning like you're there for hours and hours. It's not something where you're going out, you know, for a couple hours drinking and then trying to get a buzz in the fewest amount of calories possible and then coming back. You're maybe drinking all day. So the one thing I will say, and this especially applies to my over 30 listeners, which is most of you, um, make sure you're hydrating because the sun and alcohol and if there's any sugar involved, like the worst hangover ever so you don't want that the other thing is that if you've ever like weighed yourself the day after a barbecue which i highly recommend not doing um between like the salty foods and the salty chips and then alcohol is going to dehydrate you you're going to feel very very bloated so we want to try to minimize the bloat that you feel the next day and the water weight that you're retaining which you know we can't necessarily take the salt out of the chips but we can you know keep in mind how much you are losing from alcohol and replacing that so just make sure you're hydrating so here's the hierarchy of drinks at a barbecue. Sometimes you'll go to a barbecue. Most times you go and it's like beer, maybe like some spiked seltzers, you know, maybe some wine. But sometimes there's the occasional crazy mixed drink. So you might have somebody who's like a little bit of a Susie homemaker and they'll have like a signature drink. Maybe it's like some kind of like punch situation or mojito or margarita or something where like the blender gets involved. I would be careful with those because we're adding sugar and alcohol, which A, not great for the waistline, but definitely not good for that hangover. So I would definitely watch out for that. If you are one to get hangovers, um, and I'm not even saying this because I'm this is my thing, I I've made this for selfish reasons and it works so well. If you go to our go to our website, nutritionmish.com, go to the goods section, that's like our store, look for a product called Weekend Wake Up. Weekend Wake Up is a lifesaver. I never got hangovers until I hit like 30. And then I got them and I got them bad. If you take two of these things, I made them per selfishly, I made them for myself, but they work amazing. If you take two of them right before bed, you will wake up feeling a hell of a lot better than you're supposed to feel in the morning, which is great when you're doing like a Sunday fun day barbecue situation and you have to function and be an adult the next day. So, um, so yeah, so as far as the crazy mixed drinks go, I would say if you want to try one, keep it at one. The crazy mixed drinks, let's just say run about 300 calories each. I'm guesstimating, but that's like a good average. If you were to have one and then switch over to something else, you maybe will consume, let's say you were to have three drinks, right? So let's say you have one crazy mixed drink and then let's say you had two light beers or two seltzers, right? That'll run you like 500 calories versus if you had three of those crazy drinks, it would probably be almost a thousand calories, 900. So I would say if you want to try one, if there's a crazy mixed drink situation, do one and then switch over to something else. 
if you're gonna do beer right so beer is like the next kind of thing there like regular beers ipas those will run you about 200 calories a pop so again you multiply them out it gets to be a little bit aggressive if you're doing a light beer or a seltzer a spike seltzer situation those pretty much are going to run you about 100 calories each so I'm one at a barbecue where you're going to be drinking all day long. I would probably recommend opting for something like that and just kind of nursing those things rather than doing like a full beer or the crazy drinks where like, you know, you're doing double or triple the amount of calories for, you know, one drink. Wine is another one. Listen, you can do a wine spritzer. Um, For me, wine just like makes me so dehydrated and I get such a a headache from it. So I typically don't do that in the sun but if you do I would definitely do maybe like a spritzer just to you know add add a little bit of fizz also make a little bubbly uh wine will run you it depends on the pour if it's a traditional five ounce pour like a serving which most people don't pour that it will be equivalent to your light beer or your seltzer most people pour closer to 200 calories um which would be more of like an eight ounce pour and at that point you're kind of competing with the regular beers or maybe even the crazy mixed drinks so Wine is a little bit tougher because it depends on how heavy the pour is versus if you're doing something like, um, you know, a beer or a seltzer, it's a little bit more portion controlled. So just be careful with that. So my suggestion is at a barbecue, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So I would say go for the lower calorie option. If you like the higher calorie ones, I might do one or two of them and then switch over to one of the lighter ones. Because if you're just doing the straight up mixed drinks or straight up full beers, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying that it's that calories are going to add up a lot faster. And then if you multiply that out between one or two in a weekend, that's where people really struggle by the end of the summer. So just be mindful of how alcohol will affect you. I think the other thing that messes people up a little bit in the summer is schedule. And this doesn't apply to everybody, but it does apply to a lot of people. I think specifically if you have like kids or if you're someone who has just a different summer schedule, like a teacher. So like basically what I see happen a lot of the times is my teachers just for example um, are off in the summer right or maybe they have different jobs whatever it may be but when you're a teacher you have like your lunch break and you have your prep period and you have like these different cues in the day to eat whereas if you don't sometimes what happens is like you either forget lunch and then you're like starving later or like you just kind of start picking because you don't really know when you're going to eat and then you had a full meal and then you have lunch on top of it so it just kind of gets a little screwy there so my suggestion is like breakfast you're probably gonna eat no matter what dinner you're probably gonna eat no matter what lunch is kind of like the x factor so what i would do is pick a time that you're gonna have lunch and like kind of schedule into your day that way you don't get to the point where you're too starving and then you're like forget or you don't get to a point where like you're eating it like way too close to dinner so kind of just know what and when you're having for lunch and that kind of makes the schedule flow a little bit better um it's just really about kind of just creating a new schedule for yourself but a lot of times people don't like consciously think to do that the last little tip I'll give you is if your weekends are crazy because you're, you had a barbecue on a Sunday or whatever it is, if that's when you normally do your grocery shopping and your meal prepping, that's the other mistake I see people make is they're so busy on their weekends sometimes or they have a party or they have a barbecue and then that time that they would normally like go to the grocery store and get their stuff together for the week, they like don't do it or forget to do it or they end up doing it like Wednesday and then at that point you've been like ordering in for like two or three days So that would be the other thing I'd recommend too is just make sure you know Like when you're gonna be able to get your groceries in and having like a game plan for that for the summer And if you do have some kind of party or something on a Sunday and that's when you normally do your stuff Just make sure you pick a different day All right, so just to recap quick barbecues You don't have to eat perfectly at them if you have a lot of barbecues You might want to pick and choose your battles But essentially just don't go to the barbecues hungry make sure you're mindful of how you want to manage the appetizers the food and the alcohol I would go in with a game plan you can also say like let's say you have like two or three barbecues in 
the week, you can say to yourself, all right, well, Susie, I don't know why Susie, but Susie has the better food. Um, the one at my family's house, I'm definitely drinking at that one. And, you know, Mary usually has like really great apps. So I'm going to like kind of maybe prioritize that. So you can do something along those lines too. But just pick and choose your battles, you know, with the barbecues and all that stuff. Make sure with the alcohol that you are not having too many crazy mixed drinks with a lot of calories and then try to go for like the lower calorie ones if you're going to be having multiple drinks throughout the week. Make sure you know when you're going to be eating your meals. If your schedule is changing, make sure you just have some kind of time or some cues to work off of so you're not starving. And lastly, make sure you know when you're going to prep all of your stuff and get your groceries and everything that you need together for the week, especially if you're having a crazy busy weekend. So I hope I covered all of your summer things. If I missed anything, shoot me a DM on social media, on Instagram or TikTok. Let me know. If you found this helpful, let me know. And don't forget to rate, share, and subscribe with a friend. I'll catch you guys next week on Healthy-ish with Nutrishmish.